Dan, what's going on, my friend? Not much, man. How you been? Been a couple weeks since we've been back here at the table. Yep, been a couple weeks, and uh, Chris is not with us because he can't talk. So I guess that would be bad for the podcast. Doesn't quite work in this instance. No, no. Yeah, but let's be honest. We know why he didn't come on the pod. And I know you are a Pitt fan, but I don't. But you know, you're not a Chris Gates Pitt fan. And right, he road trips all the way to South Bend, Indiana to watch Notre Dame beat Pitt 58 to 7. 58 to 7. Okay, here's my question for you, Dan. Have you okay. ever went to an event and just like it wasn't even worth your time to go to it? Anything uh, like concert it could be anything. Yes. And there's that moment within a game. Frankly, it was a pit game. So <laughs> uh, no surprise where you just make that decision and you go, you know what? We're out of here. I'm done with this. This isn't worth my time or stress or anger or anything. And it's always a tough call to make. And I know for a fact, Chris made that very decision this past Saturday, exiting the game early. Um, but unlike him, I didn't drive, you know, nine hours to get there to sit through that, that increases the pain level, uh, quite a bit. And, and you're right. It, I'm surprised he went, if you would have offered me a free ticket and a free ride to that game, I would have said, hell no. And, um, well, here we are. oh yeah you were correct here we are uh all i could think was i'm not gonna say any names but there was a wedding that i was like i knew it was a disaster from the start both of them are done both of them are you know on to new lives and new relationships all that stuff now good. but i knew on my way there because i was living in pittsburgh at the time and on my way there i was like this isn't worth my time. What are we <laughs> doing here? This is bad. And, you know, a couple years later, I realized very, very quick. Actually, I don't even know if it was a couple years, but very quickly, I knew this was. Yep. You were right. You had I the hunch. Right. I had the hunch. Yeah. Wow. A wedding. A Ooh. wedding. Yeah. A wedding. Sport events. Sporting events have been kind of good to me. Like, you know, it, as much as 13-9 was heartbreaking. It's kind of cool to be a part of history so I can have stories about that week. That's fair. Like, it sucked, but it also was just like, I don't know. It wasn't like I didn't feel like I shouldn't have been there. Like, yeah. 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 I've been lucky enough. I've been lucky in that regard that I haven't been a part of any, like, hype for sporting events that just died. Yeah. Like that for me. There's maybe been a party or two or yeah. five. or That's uh, definitely happened. That's probably the most common occurrence, right? Going into it, knowing before you're even there. You're like, I don't know why I'm going to this or I don't know why we're going to this just to show face. It's going to be a bad time. And I'm almost always right in that instance. But yeah, that's where. But again, you're not driving to South Bend, Indiana for that party, you know, knowing it all along. Could you imagine we're going to go out to South Bend for a party and it just like the girl you're going there for, she gets like way too shit faced or you get way too shit faced yeah everything you went there for is just done oh 
that hurts. That's a stinger. That's a stinger. That's a stinger. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. get well soon, Chris. Get well soon. <laughs> it's the Brush Breakdown. DD out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about the thing that everybody's been talking about. We've been gone for two weeks. Uh, this first date top, this where to take your first date topic that like these random girls just put together and it has gone unbelievably viral from sports shows to entertainment shows to everything possible in between so we're gonna talk about that there's also a guy who is either a somebody you wouldn't want to go to brunch with or a brunch legend we will let you decide we're gonna talk about this guy uh coming up very soon and uh we got brunch court too we got music we got beer we got so much more dan let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown that's been off for two weeks it has been. Uh, I would love to. Thank you for the opportunity. Everywhere, people, that is the answer to where you can find the Brunch Breakdown, anywhere podcasts are available. We're talking those big names, you know, the Apples, the Spotify's, the Googles, you know, the iHeartRadios, the Amazons, the, you know, Odysseys. Uh, but everywhere in between, too, you know, Audible, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen. Yeah, we're there. Okay? Wherever you're listening to that goddamn Britney Spears memoir, you can <laughs> listen to the Brunch Breakdown, too. I- excellent excellent point thank you for that uh important note though hit follow or hit subscribe so you don't have to wonder if we have a new episode each and every week you don't have to go looking for on our x account or our facebook page for those links or track anything down hit follow hit subscribe let the episode come to you first thing wednesday morning like it's doing right now ladies and gentlemen every wednesday morning we have full video episodes to go along with those as well uh brunch court is always something you like to uh not only hear about but visualize often and that might be the case today so if that is so the case and in the future check out the video episodes youtube facebook every wednesday those schedule at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific but watch them on demand anytime you want to watch after that it's very simple everywhere on social media facebook x instagram threads triller tiktok we're everywhere that's where you find the brunch the brunch bites in case you maybe miss an episode or you want to find those best parts, right? And just imagine having the best bite of your brunch and on Sunday and then getting to have it again on Tuesday and then again on Thursday. That's what the brunch bites are, wow. people. It's those best bright, the best, easy for me to say, best bites of brunch. And that's why they're the brunch bites. Find those everywhere on our social media pages at Brunch Breakdown, everywhere there. And last but certainly not least, the sounds of brunch. We give you what we're listening to each and every week. We talk music. We love music on this show. We put it on a playlist. We put it on Spotify. We keep last week's on there for you. It's a double stuffed Oreo. We call it the sounds of brunch. Find it exclusively on Spotify every Friday. Dude, that was beautiful. <laughs> wow. Thank you. The brunch bites. <laughs> that's that's exactly what they are. Oh my you know, gosh. Just the middle of that Benedict, that crab cake Benedict, that middle bite, that perfect bite. That's what the brunch bites are, baby. The best parts. I love that so much. That's just, <laughs> oh, I got so hungry just now. All right. right. Well, you know what I'm hungry for? <laughs> Let's get random topics off our chest. It is now get it off our chest. And um, I have to give a huge apology to Victor Wimbanyama. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> huge, huge. As he is huge. Seven Already. foot five. I think he says he's seven three, even though everyone's like, nope, you're taller than everybody, way too taller than everyone to be that. But anyways, I want to apologize because I was somebody who was fully saying, pump the brakes. We've seen these tall people before. Who knows where he's playing? <laughs> I get it. Okay. He gets into NBA preseason and just starts working on people, right? ESPN game against the Warriors. Yes, it is preseason, but Steph and everybody are playing. 
All the lights are on. He knows this is a guy who's not afraid of the moment. Then the season starts and he does the same thing. Okay. And then for whatever reason, refs are stupid because I don't know why the refs were like, you know what? We're going to call everything close on him tonight as if nobody's watching this game to watch. Everybody's not watching this game to watch him. Like you guys, Mm -hmm. hi, what are we doing? But anyways, he's in foul trouble the whole game. Can't get in a rhythm. He has this four minute spurt in the, like, like at the end of the game that was just like, oh my God, this guy is going to break basketball. If he stays healthy and doesn't just like fall over like all a lot of other tall people that we've seen. But my God, he has handles like Kevin Durant. He he can shoot threes. He's like, but shooting threes for him has to be like me shooting socks into a laundry hamper. Like <laughs> right. he's so high up. He's looking down at everything. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And it's unreal watching him. Like, I don't care if you watch the NBA or not, if the Spurs are on you must watch for a couple of minutes because it was so bad that like the first game I turned it on, he wasn't in. I was like, all right, let me, let me get out of here. Cause they were like, he's in foul trouble. So I was like, all right, turn it off. Then I turned it on for the last few minutes and holy shit. I apologize. This guy is an animal. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know if it's just going to be this season or six seasons or seven seasons, but Jesus Christ, this guy's going to break basketball. I'm, I'm, I'm right. Re- I'm all in on big Vic. I refuse to call him Wimby because that yeah. is, it's just lame guys do better. That doesn't work. Big Vic, let's go, all four. I like that. Wow, wow, that's a, that's a big moment because it's not easy for okay. you to just own up to that mistake there. No, so no. but you saw what you needed to see already. Oh yeah, I saw it already. He's going yeah. to break basketball. He's, yeah, yep. It, and the one phrase that caught me there is that you said, "If the Spurs are on, turn you know keep you know keep watching, turn it on. It's exciting." Like. You can't, you couldn't have said that about a Spurs team pre, you know, going back David Robinson, Tim Duncan, you know, like they've been the most boring basketball team for decades now. And it's nice that they not only have an excellent player, but an exciting player at that exciting basketball in San Antonio. How about that? How about that? I saw a headline that said, I'm so happy you brought that up because I saw a headline that said the Spurs are fun again. When were the Spurs fun? Since, yeah. <laughs> Someone explain to me that. Like, when were the Spurs ever fun to watch? Like, yeah. Ooh, I get Fundamental it. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Like, Manu, Tony, Tim, got it. Cool. But, like, no. That no. wasn't my CTV back then. It wasn't. No one was running around with Spurs jerseys. Like, <laughs> sorry. This, this wasn't a thing, guys. The Spurs are fun now for the first time ever. Yeah. Like, right. that's the, the Spurs. i love it i love it well dd for me this week i'm gonna keep it sports related too this isn't sport sports brunch but uh here we are that's what happens when we have two weeks off um i'm gonna switch sports though we're gonna go nfl there's been a lot of growth in the nfl breaking news um and this year we've seemingly seen more international games than we've seen like we've had ever before tons of them Tons yeah. of them this year. Yeah. Bunch of London games already. Uh, the Jags had two games in London. Did you know that? They played yes. two games in London? They do. Um, That's their a, thing now. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a game in Germany this week. Um, there's more growth on the horizon with Mexico and things like that. But we've got a Germany game this week. And it's all great. It's all great for the league. But do you know who it sucks for? Do you know who this sucks for, these international games? <laughs> yes you 
you and especially fantasy football players. Now, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain a little bit why. It's hard enough as a fantasy football player that you have to make a choice between, say, a player that's questionable for a four o'clock game versus a player that's healthy for a one o'clock game. You have to go with the information you have at hand and sometimes make that tough decision with a couple hours apart. But now you're telling me we have to look at players playing at 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast. And for you, Didi, 6.30 a.m.? Are you getting up, checking Adam Schefter's report on 6.30 a.m. Sunday morning games? Like, so realistically, you have to make your lineup decision Saturday night. On your, if you're on the West Coast, you have to make fantasy football decisions Saturday night without any other information. <laughs> so same that same scenario, your best player is a questionable for a four o'clock game. Well, guess what? Your replacement plays at 930 in the morning, or in your case, 630 in the morning. And you have to make that decision without any information before even going to sleep. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's ridiculous. There's no way you can make that decision intelligently as a fantasy football manager, general manager, however you want to call it. Do I have a solution to this problem? Absolutely not. I just don't. I just, I thought about it and I don't, I don't have anything for you right now. Hopefully it was something we can come back to at a later sports brunch, but it sucks. It's stupid. Otherwise games Sunday morning are great. That's enjoyable. First thing in the morning, boom, it's Sunday. It's football all day. Like we don't get enough football already. I get it. It's great, but the fantasy aspect of it really, really kind of chaps my ass. Dude, we talked about this before, like on the brunch breakdown. Uh, it, it's so stupid because for them, oh, for whenever the games happen over there, which is fine, I guess, but it's like, it just sucks at the regular season games, right? The real mm -hmm. games that matter. Because whenever everybody goes to a soccer game here, like not an MLS game, like an actual, like, you know, like whatever, AC Milan or some historic franchise will come over here. Manchester United will play and everyone, wherever it is, they're all going to New York or DC or wherever the hell or LA, they're going to go see Man U because it's just something you never get to see, right? So that's why you go. You're not fans. You're just going. And like it, it but it's not a real game. And that's, I think, the problem with it. Like we have, Dolphins Chiefs in Germany on Sunday. <laughs> what in the hell are we doing? And that's not even like a mistake. It's not like it was just like, oh, Jaguars, Browns in Germany and both teams happen to be good or something. Okay, that's an accident. Dolphins Chiefs? Pretty sure everyone thought they were going to be good, guys. Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm confused on why you would ever think to even put that game in Germany. Like, that's the part, it just frustrates me that we're getting actual, like, games that matter in London. Like, yeah, and, and there's bad. there's talk that eventually, I mean, we're still years down the road, but eventually that a Super Bowl will be held in London. Now, Roger Goodell was asked about it and basically kind of brushed it off, but that is gaining traction from somewhere, and it wouldn't affect necessarily television viewership it would have to be a late very late kickoff there i don't mean like they wouldn't kick it off at 6 30 eastern it wouldn't be like, like that but it would be taking place sunday morning for you sunday afternoon for me and for the league sure like who is it affecting only the people that go to the game 
team fans of the teams going to the game. But can you imagine the Premier League championship game taking place in New York City or Washington, D.C. or Los Angeles? Are you kidding me? They'd rather not play it than have it be played over here. So I think we're, we're we've gone a little too far, a little too fast. Maybe we could have stuck with some preseason games over there, something like that. But this is just it's going to get out of hand. I, it's funny. I never thought about it that way because I'm like, because on one hand, I'm like, I mean, they're going to do it. Like they're yeah. going to do it, and it's not really going to matter because everyone doesn't go to Super Bowls, right? You know what I'm saying? Like everyone doesn't go to Super Bowl. Super Bowls are super expensive. Most people who are at a Super Bowl don't even care that the game is going on. Like it's just not even a thing. Like most people, anytime you talk to somebody who's been to a Super Bowl, they'll tell you like it's not the atmosphere sucks. No one knows what's going on. It's just like mm-hmm. you're just there because your company paid a lot of money for these seats and you have them. Yeah. So I, like b- being in London, I don't think it matters because like, no, it doesn't affect that many people. It doesn't. But yeah, but when you mentioned it, when you're like the premier league having that championship and uh, there's no way, there's, there's no, no way. way someone <laughs> would die because of it. Like whoever yes. runs the yes. premier league would literally, they, they'd want to kill him. Like yeah. they hold his like <laughs> wife hostage or something like that. And like, you know, it would, it yep. would not be good. And they'd be like, all right, no. we can't do it. We can't do it. Release my wife, please, please release my wife. We we won't do it. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> but they're going to do it and it's going to be weird yeah. times. It's good. They're going to do it. Like the game will start at whatever it would be. Cause how, what's the time difference? Is it six hours? So it's, it's a uh, five on the East coast. So it's eight for you. Okay. So yeah. say the game kicks off at eight 30 PM London time. Oh, it'd be three 30 Eastern 1230 Pacific. Like not great, but not it's doable. Possible. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna do it. Or maybe they're you can kick it off an like an hour later. You know, people if people are there, they're in London that you know, you can kick a game off at nine thirty. Hell, the World Series starts at like nine thirty most some games. Can we not? And there's a West Coast team, so let's just I I almost did my get it off my chest on the World Series, but then I realized <laughs> that like who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good God. But yeah, London, it's happening. Super Bowl Mm -hmm. London. Can't wait for the announcement. Yeah. Going down. All right. Well, now that we got things off our chest, let's talk some drinks. Dan, hit it. Keep talking. Go for it. So we usually use Brews Day as an opportunity to talk about the great beers and beverages that we were currently having or had the past week. Mm-hmm. And this week, I planned to use this educationally, um, more so than anything. But I may have had a slight change in tone for what I was going to say. Um, this is a flashback to a brunch court item, Didi. If you okay. will recall, I was able to get my hands on hey! the Sunny D vodka seltzer. Okay. Okay. I was able to get my hands on it. Uh, 4.5%. It doesn't get much lower than that, folks. It might as well be mouthwash to me. <laughs> um, 95 calories, zero grams of sugar. Um, now, I did have one of these a little while back. Okay. And it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It just tasted like a regular plain se- orange flavored seltzer with like some artificial sugar and I didn't like it. I was like, there's nothing related to Sunny D here at all. And I was going to use this educationally. However, 
cracking can number two here. I'm getting something. I'm getting something. I'm going to try it again right here. Okay. He's trying the Sunny D vodka seltzer. There's definitely more of a Sunny D, Sunny D-ness going on here now. I don't know what happened with that first can. I had multiple people try it. They all said the same thing. I cracked this one just before we started recording. I tried it and I thought, wait a minute. this is I'm supposed to come on here and like talk shit about this. This kind of tastes good. Gave it to my wife, had her try a sip, and she said, tastes like Sunny D. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Sunny D vodka seltzer. Whoa. The jury's kind of split here, but I think maybe it was a case of one bad can, whatever it might have been, but we're one for two. I've got two more cans. DD, I should save one for you this oh, weekend. Please. I got have I got one nice. for you. Let's go. So there we go. So again, I was gonna come here and talk trash about it, but it doesn't taste exactly like Sunny D. That's very hard to do because again, yes. they're us- not using any sugar in this, and Sunny D has plenty of that. Um, but it's orangey. Get a little bit of hint of that, you know, pineapple-y citrus little bit. It's not perfect, but it's not nearly as bad as those first sips were. So I guess I'm here for it. Okay. And you know what's interesting? Uh, we're on the same page this week, and now I might retract my bruise day. Um, oh, or oh, I might have okay. to say, hold on this. All right. Okay. So we have had a ton of parties at our house over the past month. Every Over the past six weeks. All three of my kids' birthdays are in six yeah. weeks of each other. <laughs> Dumbest thing you've ever done in the world. I know we're blessed to be like we had kids at these times of like whatever, you know, we were able to do that. But I'm just telling you, if you can help it, think about when you're trying to have a baby and be like, wait, are we going to have a baby at the same time? Uh, let's <laughs> let's wait a couple months. Just yeah. just the thought. Anyways, um, so we've had a lot of seltzers at our house. We've had a lot of beers at our house. we had a lot of wine at our house. A lot of people bringing different things to our house, which has been great. Um, And I wanted to switch it up. For Search's, Search's birthday, and I was look, going through the aisle as when I picked up her birthday cake, and I was like, you know what? I love Kona Brewing. It reminds me of Hawaii. I always get the Kona Big Wave IP. I love it so much. I was like, they got seltzers. I didn't know that. Let's go get them. So I get the variety pack of seltzers. I tried two of them, and I did not like them, and I was very disappointed. And I came in here to say that just because maybe your favorite brewery or a beer that you really like, all of a sudden you see they have seltzers and you're like, you know what? Let's switch it up. We don't need to get Trulies all the time. We don't need to get Topo Chico's all the time. Why don't you just try something different? It's Kona. You can trust it. And I didn't like it. But now I feel like maybe I need to try it again. Because I tried two and I did not like them. But now I'm like, maybe just my mouth wasn't in the right place. Maybe my mind wasn't in the right spot. Maybe I ate something weird before. So now I'm now I'm a little, you know, now I have to change my mind. I can't believe that happened. But as you were talking, I was like, damn it. I guess I have to hold on and wait. But right yeah. now I can say I didn't like them. But if you listen to Dan, give it another shot. Maybe you brushed your teeth. Maybe I brushed my teeth before. I don't know. Maybe something weird happened. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Could be. So, yeah, but Kona, they have seltzers, which was very exciting and I might still be exciting. I don't know. This I'm confused on Bruce Day now. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I to, that's what you get for me going first. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Damn it. Um, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I would have thought the same thing. I see Kona. I think got to be good. Got to be good. Um, but yeah, seltzers are a tricky game just because people can brew beer. Well, it doesn't mean they know how to brew seltzer, make a seltzer. 
Uh, but yeah, give it another shot. Give it another shot because that's why I even had other people try it. I was like, maybe it is. Maybe it's maybe it's something going on in taste buds right now. Something a little funky. But everybody's on the same page. And now I've got at least two people saying this tastes better than the other one. Came out of the same four pack. I don't understand what's going on, but wait a little while. Give it another shot. Give it another shot. All right. Well, that was Bruce Day. Yeah. Cheers. 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 But also, if it is no good, report back. Confirm oh. your initial findings. Oh, I will. I just have we to need do the this facts now. either way. Like I'm doing this tonight, so I can talk about it next week for sure. So, cheers. Shouts to Bruce Day. And uh, hit us up at Brunch Breakdown if you guys have any things that you guys have been trying. Let us know about them, and we'll try them out too. Or anything you see weird, because we're going to be talking Brunch Court here in a little bit. we got some Mm. weird stuff to talk about. Yes, sir. Well, let's get into the main menu, and let's talk about this amazing list. A group of ladies made a list of places men shouldn't take them on the first date. And, of course, this went insanely viral (laughs) like everywhere there is not one show known to man that didn't talk about this like i I, like it's not that i can't believe that it went this viral but man it has been everywhere and on this list i mean there's 28 things on this list and cheesecake factory applebee's a lot of chain restaurants uh ice cream dates family functions movie nights hookah bars just everything you can imagine i'm like I don't know where these I don't know where you want to go on a first date. So what yeah. did you think when you first saw this list? Yeah, the first, you know, like you said, there's 28 things here. The the first handful, like I get because like they emphasize the word that they men shouldn't take yes. women on the first date. Like like a real man wouldn't take a woman to Buffalo Wild Wings on a first date, you know. I understand that red lobster, IHOP, Denny's. Um, and then things just start to like get a little weird where I either am like, I completely agree or like somebody had a bad experience one time. Um, early on in this list, the movies, like I feel like that's a very common date night, dinner and a movie, right? Dinner and a movie. But gentlemen, if we think about this, I think this is why women put this on this list is how are you supposed to get to know somebody if you're not talking? And maybe you want to do the movie where it like gives you something to talk about. But apparently women are done with movies. The dinner and a movie date is dead. And that was the first thing that sucked out to me early on this list is they don't want to do it. Movie night also down below. Number 21, movie night. That's at your house. Netflix, Hulu, something like that. They don't want that either. They're done with the movies. Dude, uh, you know, I when I saw this, I was going down the list. I'm like, okay, chain restaurants. But here's the thing. Where else are you supposed to go? Like, depending on yeah. where you live and where <laughs> most people live in this huge country of ours, okay? That is where you go. And also, Cheesecake Factory being number one on this list is very annoying. Because you know what isn't cheap? cheesecake factory cheesecake (laughs) factory ain't cheap guys like there's no two for 20s on the apple on the cheesecake factory menu that's (laughs) applebee's that's chilies man that's olive garden you know what i mean (laughs) that's not cheesecake factory cheesecake factory doesn't even doesn't give you salad with stuff no they don't like i'm like 
I'm sorry, man. Like, I love Cheesecake Factory, so I'm very offended by this. And as somebody who has taken someone on a first date to a Cheesecake Factory, I'm offended. I'm very, very <laughs> offended. So, like, yeah. Like, you made that a great just point. annoyed me. But if you're taking your girl to Chipotle, guys, 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 stop. Stop. Stop and think. Chipotle's not the move. I don't even no. care if you're in college. It's not the move. It's just no. not. Can't be the move. Can't, yeah, no way. No way. Um, I will say Applebee's is a is a fine institution. Um, it doesn't deserve to be on this list, but I get it. I get it. But again, it. you live in uh, you know, small town USA. I guarantee yeah. you there's an Applebee's there. Guarantee the, it. Or a Chili's. Or yeah. I, it's, I don't I, like. Dollar Ritas are back. Don't forget. They, they, they are. Dollar Ritas are back. Um, but yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. Where else are you taking them if you're not in a big city where you've got another of other options? Uh, the gym. Does that happen, Didi? Does this happen? Like, all right. So my my friend, I have a friend. I'm not going to say her name. I almost did. I have a friend who I feel <laughs> yeah. like would be so into this. She would be so into this if some dude was like, you want to go, uh, you know, hit a set? She'd be like, oh, I love you. But you want to go boxing? She would be yeah, all Yeah, because it's not even like you met at the gym, right? Because if, if you're meeting at the gym, the first date can't be, hey, same place, same time, same place tomorrow. Like, that can't be your first date. So that's like literally the idea out of nowhere. Hey, let's let's go to the gym. Like, are you kidding me? Can't happen. Can't happen. Dude, nightclub first date, that's just hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> that's just hysterical. <laughs> like if uh, and this is women, listen, this is for women out here. If you guys, if you out here and some guy says to you, listen, I'm going to take you to the club on our first date. Don't. He's not the one for you. <laughs> He's not the one for you. You're not. You don't know. No, that is not what nightclubs are meant for. They are not mm -hmm. meant to <laughs> to be on a date. No, they're meant to go home or meet someone and then go on a date. They're not meant to. <laughs> it's like you're doing it in reverse. It's not how that's not what nightclubs are meant for. Exactly. Exactly. So respect. I respect that being on this list. Nope. Yeah. No, no issues there at all. Yeah. No issues there at all. Again, some weird ones here, like, you know, family functions, somewhere that requires a long drive, uh, <laughs> uh, like South Bend, Indiana. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, um. I like how I, I really want to talk to the women who made this list because it feels like like they made this based on what came into their head first. They weren't yeah. ranking these because like they go through because it's in there's like a bunch of chain restaurant restaurants at the beginning and then way at the bottom Waffle House appears like someone was like, oh, wait, Waffle House. We forgot one. We forgot Waffle House and Waffle House number 27 on this list had to sneak it in. Um a bar for just drinks. This is the one I want to talk about mm -hmm. the most. A bar for just drinks. How is that off the table? So you're you if you go to a bar because it's specific here. A bar for just drinks. So if you go to a bar, you're expecting a, a meal, which just means it's a longer date. So there's no opt option for you to get out of there, he or she, early, quickly, or move it to somewhere else. I'm surprised that made this list. A bar for just drinks. That's probably the most common one, right? 
dude, that's how I met my wife. So uh, it, it's like, and then we went to other places after right. that. Yeah, what right. was the, you know, what was could have been a 30 minute date ended up being like an all afternoon situation. So like, and that was because we started out at a bar with drinks. Like I, I don't understand what is wrong with going to get a beer. I also don't get the Starbucks day. I'm like, you don't you want to talk to this person and see if they're not a weirdo? You can find yeah. that out in five minutes. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy to me that people are like, yeah, uh, they don't want to do that. I don't I don't get it. I understand not wanting to go to a wing spot. I get it. You don't <laughs> want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings or Wingstop. I get it. I understand that. That's not exactly that's not exactly the best place to go some place to go to meet someone. Me right. eating wings is not the way I would want to meet anyone. And they don't want to be that way. Um, <laughs> and what psychopath, and I'm going to say what psychopath, and I want you to do this too. What psychopath would bring a first date to a family function? Oh. Are you kidding me? This is not a romantic comedy. Your <laughs> life is not, no, like, this is, your life is not a romantic comedy. That's the only place where that is on a movie screen is a family function, your first date. Wh- who? Let's just go to the family reunion, girl. Come on. What? How you could even consider that would be my is mind blowing, honestly. And that should be like first on this list if you're actually going to like rank them, which I yeah. know they're not necessarily, but like that would be first. That is insane yeah. to even consider that. And you know. <laughs> It's happened is why it's on this list. It's crazy. Uh, to your point about coffee dates slash Starbucks, like, yeah, I feel like that's more in more than ever now because you do it in the, you know, in the, you know, morning, early afternoon, less pressure than a date at night where you open up the whole schedule and you think it might go somewhere. It might not. You kind of see how it goes. Coffee date, got places to be, things to do after that. And you just talk and you just chat. I see. I'm surprised again. That's a, that's on there. Um, I was a little sad to see bowling make the list. I get it. I completely understand it. I do. And I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, but that was just like, for me, that's high school. That's, that's okay. the high school, you know, first, second, third. It, it made it. That was there. That was what, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? And I know this isn't necessarily for high school because it says men, not boys. Um, but that one just hit a little hard. But I completely agree. Maybe bowling isn't the greatest because, again, you're like never in the same place at the same time. You're either sitting and they're up at the lane and then you're at the lane and they're sitting. It's just kind of that's where it could be tricky. So I, I get that one. I get that one. I hear you on that. I hear you. I didn't think about that because I was like bowling. Bowling seems like, and because I I personally hate bowling alleys, but I was like, bowling isn't bad because it's not like a loud sport, right? It's not like a physical sport. It's like True. you're just walking up, you know. Things can be cute, but then you are kind of like going, yeah, mm. yeah. So unless it's in a group setting, which I'm even surprised that like group date generally, Ooh. that's not a place, but I should be. That feel like that should be on this list too. That can't be first. Yeah. That can't be first. But again, down the road, bowling group date. It's a good one. Don't hate on bowling. That's all. Um, I see hookah bars on here, and <laughs> you know, here's the thing: justice for hookah bars. All right, <laughs> I've been to a few hookah bars, not on dates, just like with people. Hookah bars are a great time. You go to the right one, great time. 
You're all sitting there. You're hanging out. You're just chatting it up. If you like hookah and she likes hookah or they like hookah, I mean, I don't see the problem. Some of these are like, if you're both into that thing. Yeah. It's not a bad date, but I can see how if you caught somebody off guard, if you just came out of nowhere and were like, yo, we're going to hookah, then you're like, mm-hmm. like what? <laughs> I'm allergic to smoke. Yeah. I thought we were what? in for unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks at Olive Garden, but uh, I guess we could try hookah first. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this, I mean, I don't know who hurt these women, but I do know that they're all single. Whoever made this list, they're all single. Because if you can, 28 places, though, does this is fun to go through and laugh about and all these yeah. things. Yeah. I can understand if you have four or five places that you're like, yo, I don't want to go to. But if you can get together and you can say 28 places that you don't want to go to, where the hell do you want to go? Yes. Because to me, that just means you're way too high maintenance. And I hope you find the perfect person that takes you to mastros or to some very expensive place to eat or whatever like i don't know i know that is against all of my rules because i don't think you should spend money a lot of money on a first date because you don't know that person right you know that person take them out and impress them like cook dinner for them at your house do a bunch of cool shit but if not like yo i met you you're cool let's go sit down and see if we can stand each other for an hour (laughs) <laughs> then spend a bunch of money. Like, I I just don't get why everything's got to be so quick. But, like, I, I don't, dude. These, everybody's single who made this list. They're all single. There's no doubt. You, that's a great, great point. Because there's nowhere else left. And there's no, <laughs> no reason to spend that much money on a first date. So show us that list. And then we'd be just as, or if even not more critical uh, based on that. Because, yeah, you rule out quite a bit of, quite a bit of options here because you don't want to waste anybody's you don't want to waste time you don't want to waste money and where else are you gonna go i don't know i don't know like i'm surprised pizza hut didn't make this list (laughs) like they were just yeah i see sporting event like concert didn't make this list but maybe because concerts are so expensive like i guess that Mm. that that fits the criteria these days yeah yeah now i've done that and it was expensive and i never saw her again so it was a good waste of money so oh (laughs) <laughs> I took a girl to the improv and spent a bunch of money and she definitely didn't talk to me after that. And I was like, <laughs> never doing this again. <laughs> never doing this again. So, yeah. Wow. So there we go. That's I mean, yeah. Good times. Amazing. Wow. What a topic. I'm so <laughs> glad we finally got to talk about that. We've been, it, 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 that was on last week's menu. If we were going to have a show last week, we were anxious to talk about it. And uh, the whole world ended up talking about it before us. But here we are. We had to cover it. It was too good. I know. I'm super sad that Chris didn't get to talk about that. But who can give us his thoughts? Later oh, yeah. On. Later. Oh, on. yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh, a topic that is a little controversial. Uh, a Lithuanian man was arrested <laughs> for faking a heart attack 20 times. To avoid paying bill, paying a bill at restaurants and finally got caught after 20 times. Um, Dan, is this guy a brunch legend or a brunch asshole? Do you <laughs> want him at your brunch or not? I I think this guy's a legend. But what do you think, Dan? I my gut is also with legend right away. I think he's a brunch legend. Um, But then you find out the guy's 50. You see a picture of him. 
And whenever you make up a story about like, oh, I can't make make it so-and-so died or like you fake a heart attack, karma is a huge mm-hmm. bitch. And True. you have that thing coming around for you when you do it 20 times. <laughs> Not only were you trying to get out of the bill in the first place, but then using the fake heart attack as a reason to do so puts you at great risk later in life. However, kind of legend status for coming up with this way to get out of the bill, right? The way he got when he got caught, he was just trying to leave. He's he's tried to get out of the bill easy ways. So let's give him that credit. He didn't just <laughs> jump to the heart attack method. He's tried to just leave, and apparently he's gotten away with that before. But the like kind of the last straw here, he was trying to leave, and they stopped him, and he said he was acting as though he was a tourist, and said he had to go back to the hotel to get money. First of all, that one's a little lazy, you know, but worth a shot, right? Throw a Hail Mary. See what you can do. Save yourself a little bit of karma, I suppose. Um, That didn't work. And so insert fake heart attack. 20 times though i mean i think i'm more impressed by that number more than anything that's all that's a lot to be able to get away with it's I, like I, I just can't get over that he did this that many times that's the legendary part if this is just one time or two times i'm like all right this guy he, he got away with it once got caught the second time cool yeah but 20 times he must be very convincing at his role of heart attack guy like i'm <laughs> kind of impressed like i feel like gray's anatomy should pick this guy up for the next season because <laughs> i mean the one that's a great angle to start a show and that to start the show and then two he just must be really good at it because like just think about it if somebody was just like i'm having a heart attack you're probably gonna be like oh god this guy look at this guy he's <laughs> saying he's having a heart attack are you kidding me right now but this guy had everybody like calling ambulances and stuff Right. And then he got out of the bill. Like, this guy's talented. Like, I think we should, you know, just like when people get uh what do they call it? Is it white collar crimes? And yeah. I feel like a lot of times, like hackers and stuff, sometimes I feel like those people should be working for the greater good, you know? They should punish them to be working for the good. I feel like there's something here. This guy's talented. Like, he should be doing something else. I don't think this guy deserves to be, you know on trial or going to any kind of jail i think he sh- could be helping people do some <laughs> do some good could be helping like a you know he's, he should be assigned to you know a million hours of community service at like a local children's theater teach these kids some yeah. some good skills right or uh, like uh you know uh nursing school or something where he goes right oh. into the act you know what i mean Yes. And you gotta you gotta react right away. And this guy knows he knows the symptoms, he knows what to do. I'm sure he's grabbing the arm. You know, if he get did it 20 times and it was convincing 20 times, he's gotta be doing something, right? I mean, do you think do you think the first time it came on kind of a whim and then he really he discovered that he had gold and then he could just use it again? You know, was it just like or was it planned out? Like, all right, method one, I'm gonna try to run it. Method two. We go to heart attack. And that was his game plan. Or do you think impulsively in the moment, fake the heart attack, and then afterwards was like, damn, this works. I've got a playbook and we're going to try to make something of this. See, you know, now I'm thinking about, we know about 20 times. 
How many other times has he done this? When was the first time he tried this for real? Like we know about the 20, but how many has he actually (laughs) done this to? Because like, has he just like faked a heart attack at like, or faked sick at like a random like bar, got like a couple drinks, you know, maybe a couple shots. And then we're just like, oh, oh, I don't feel good. And then Mm -hmm. they just like get out of here. I'm wondering. Because or like check his, you know, check his passport. How long has he been traveling internationally? He's been doing this in other countries. You know, especially if you're acting as a tourist, you could probably get away with it a little bit more, a little easily. You know, his maybe he's been doing status. it elsewhere and he finally got caught. His legendary status is getting bigger and bigger by the minute. $835 they figured out in those 20 meals is what he racked up. And he said it hey. was worth the 42 days in jail. <laughs> Gotta be honest, $835, 42 days in jail. I mean, listen, I don't want to go to jail for 42 days, but like, I mean, that math. Here's what I want to know. They told us the article went into detail about the final meal in which he <laughs> was caught. Okay. Yes. What I want to know is it was for $36 and change. So it wasn't a big one. Mm. Like, so you'd think you'd be going for the, the high, the high hitting meals, yeah. right? The big, the big dollar amounts. You'd be doing this at the, the fancy restaurants, right? So why wasn't that happening? And especially at this last place, he got seafood paella and two whiskeys for $36. I want to know where in the hell you can get good seafood paella and two whiskeys for just $36. Like two yeah. whiskeys alone are like $24. Yes. Like, so where, where is that restaurant? <laughs> well, not in America. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> right. Definitely not. Definitely Jesus. not. Yeah, no way. But the average of his meals are like $40. So we're talking, but like, he's getting good. I just, you can't get two drinks and seafood paella for, no, you can't. No. <laughs> so every meal he this dude did was around that same price point. So it's yeah. all like 41.75 is the is the average there. So it's all around that price. So like he wasn't going crazy. So I guess that was the was that part of the con? He never went too big cuz that's how con artists get caught mostly. Is yeah. they go for the they go too far. You know what I yeah. mean? Everything's going good and then they go too far. And he never went too far. I guess that's why he was able to do it 20 times cuz he didn't point. go for like the big like he didn't buy like the freaking lobster tower or whatever like he didn't go <laughs> for that shit just like he's like I, I'm feeling good because any because most people would do that you know it's like ah oh, I can do this now I got this I was like give me the YU steak and the whatever and yeah you know yeah. this guy never hmm. did it all right okay it. so shifting back into more of legend here if he really had to probably think about that or else he would have yep. gotten selfish. You know, you get away with it once, twice, three times. Do you think maybe the next time you go bigger, bigger, bigger? Nope. He kept it consistent, right at a manageable level. Finally got caught, but wow. I think we got a rule legend on that one. Jeez. Yeah. What a legend. Well, shouts to this guy. Shouts to him. <laughs> Man. And if you were pulling any cons, hit us up at Brunch Breakdown. We want to talk to you. <laughs> All right. Dan, let's get into Brunch Court. Uh, Mr. Gates, he sent us uh, this great thing that he was like, have we talked about this? And no, because I did not know this existed. Did you? Duncan Spiked Iced Tea. Uh, they have a mix pack of flavors. And um, yeah, 
Duncan's got spiked iced tea going out here. So I don't think we've talked about this specifically on Brunch Court. I do think we've talked about the Duncan spiked coffee variety pack, okay. which came out just before this, um, which we were all in favor of and, of course, sounded great. But the iced tea variety pack, the spiked iced tea, not exactly, you know, Duncan's in, you know, in the coffee business does tea well. But to put something out like this is an aggressive move. Um, and we've got a variety of flavors here. So we've got slightly sweet tea, okay? Half and half iced tea, which is basically your Ar Ar Arnold Palmer. When it's spiked, it's also known as a John Daly. Um, raspberry dragon fruit. Sorry, strawberry dragon fruit. And then mango pineapple iced tea, uh, kind of like in line with their refreshers. They've got their refreshers line so chris sent this to us i hope he picked it up so we can all try it at some point but your initial reactions were were what daniel oh uh, one is duncan iced tea good is duncan known for iced tea my wife enjoys their green tea that's about all i okay. can tell you but okay i don't i don't know i don't know i have never once and listen my wife is from northeast she loves duncan as much as ben affleck so, like, and I've never heard her once say anything about the iced tea. She talks about the little <laughs> donut holes, munchkins. Mm -hmm. She's talked about those all the time. She talks about the coffee all the time. Like, she loves Dunkin'. I've never once heard anyone talk about iced tea. And yeah. So, yeah. But, now, the refreshers are good. I can tell you that. the Because okay. the strawberry dragon fruit and the mango pineapple are part of, like, the refreshers line. The other two were, like, more strictly tea. I do know those are good. Really not hard to mess those up, though. You're kind of just getting flavoring, and you're adding it to water, essentially, and sugar, whatnot. But 5% ABV on these. Um, I needed these, like, in May, though, in June. Yeah. That's when I need these. Um, But I think I'm on board for this. I really do. I mean, the half and half, you sell me there. I'll buy the variety pack just for three of those. In a case, you know what I mean? Yeah. The spiked half and half, that could be excellent. I've always find found hard iced teas to be basically garbage. Um, I have never had a good spiked iced tea. Okay. It, it just no good. The um, what's the big one? I can't think of it right now. Uh, the, no, what's the what's the spiked iced tea? I can't even think of it right now. Regardless, not good, not good. So Duncan, a lot of pressure on you from me to uh, to deliver here. I used to love Firefly sweet tea vodka. Ooh, ooh, I, like, wow! There's a throwback. It. I loved it. Um, I mixed that with lemonade, all because like we went to this wedding, friend Monica's wedding in uh, South Carolina, and that's what like the signature drink was. And we were like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm like obsessed with it. Like got fully destroyed off of Firefly and lemonade. Hmm. And I love yeah, it. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I know it's not going to taste like this. Right. Just not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess the jury's out. But like, I'm not really. I'm not thinking this is going to be good. Not thinking. Everybody screaming at me. For everybody screaming at me moments ago. Twisted tea is what I was trying to think of. Mm, um, mm, mm. Easy one there. Yeah. Not, not good. good. See, not, not good. good. Um, not, not good. So, and as good as the refreshers are. 
the mango pineapple and the strawberry dragon fruit. They're listed as teas, but I, I, are those going to taste like seltzers? I don't know. See, I feel like if you went to Duncan, and this is how I feel about, I feel this way about sweet tea and teas in general. If you went and got a regular iced tea from Duncan, or you got a refresher from Duncan, and then you mixed it with your own vodka mm. and your own club soda or whatever, I think it would be good. I don't know if them making it in the can is going to be good. Sure. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Before we move on, thoughts okay. on the, you, you mentioned Ben Affleck, uh, thoughts on the Ben Affleck, uh, Ice Spice, Duncan commercials. I get it, but awkward <laughs> and weird. I get it. I mean, because I don't know how many people are actually buying this crazy drink or whatever that she has, but it's very smart to get younger people to at least think about Duncan. So that's what they got there. Cause you just, I got... think they're great. The first one, the first one I was like, what are we doing here? Uh, but there's more and more coming out and I'm, I find them, I find them quite funny. I find yeah. Them quite funny. No, I find them funny too. I'm just like, I, I find them to be funny. I find them to be awkward. And I'm just like, but yeah. then you think about the marketing thing. It's like every kid doesn't need to go to Starbucks. Like there's, oh, there's a market open for someone else. To just be like here. So I get it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Okay. Brunch court number two. We got two Still items it. today, kind of in the same category. Okay. Shout out to friend of the program, listener of the program, Pete, for sending this to us um, now. Are those his shoes? Those nice. are his shoes. All right, Pete. It's the <laughs> white shoes looking clean. <laughs> those are his shoes. Uh, we have talked about, for anybody that can't see it right now, we have talked about hard Mountain Dew in the past, Spike Mountain Dew, when they first introduced it with Baja Blast. However, we now have a limited release variety pack of hard Mountain Dew that includes Baja Blast Traditional, Baja Blast Pineapple, Baja Blast Punch, and Baja Blast Mango. They're going all in with the hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. What about this, Didi? Is this you were a little hesitant on the Duncan, but does this does this do it for you? This is genius. <laughs> it's great. Like, come on. Like it, this pack right here is like the it's like the new soda, you know, the new soda fountains that you like pick what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what this is. And I, I love it. I love it. I didn't know there was Baja Blast Pineapple. I didn't know that. But I do now. And I don't know if it existed before this thing. But you know what? I'm here for it. I'm If I see this, I'm going to buy it. Because why not? It's Baja Blast. Mm -hmm. And it's... Uh, come on. these. This is just a marriage that works. This works. It has to, right? Because these flavors are already dynamic and excellent and have a good reputation. You're right. I was like, Baja Blast Punch? Since when? Yeah, um, same. But like, let's go. I'm here for it. Mango, pineapple, can't go wrong. No. So they went with the right flavors here. It seems that Hard Mountain Dew has done well enough in the traditional Baja Blast that they thought it was time to go even harder and go with a variety pack. I I don't love many things more than I love a good variety pack of literally anything. Food, beverage. Yep. Love a good variety pack. 
and they've got this one here. And I think this is a big time winner. Pete, if you're listening, I know you are. You best have picked this up or else I'm going to have to be on the lookout for it. And we're going to have to try it ourselves right here on the Brunch Breakdown. Um, we're going to have to record early in the day when we do that because I'll be up for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all for this one, for sure. So, yeah. shouts to Pete. Shouts to Pete. And Pete that, to Pete. friends, was Brunch Court. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Now, let's get into uh, what we're listening to. Daniel? Uh, yeah. it's been a couple weeks. So of course this is the worst thing for me and you is whenever we have two <laughs> weeks to just think about what the hell we're listening to. Yes. Um, yes. so Meek Mill and Rick Ross have a collaborative album coming out, uh, called too good to be true. They put out a song called Shaq and Kobe that, you know what? Don't find to be good, but the remix has Shaq and Damian Lillard on it. Ooh, and it's cool is great so skip the regular version go to the remix and enjoy if you like athletes rapping as much as i do you're gonna love this too so shouts to rick ross and meek mill for making this happen because don't like the regular shaq and kobe version but i'll tell you shaq and dame all for it so it works check it out i love that wow cannot wait cannot wait uh, let's see. First one up to me. Yeah, lots to pick through here, but I'm going to go with Green Day. Now, I can probably tell you that we had, I don't think we've ever had Green Day on Sounds of Brunch. Now, <laughs> right. Um, one of my favorite bands of all time. I think American Idiot is a complete genius album from start to finish. Um, and they've put out music since, but a lot of people outside of the pop punk genre realm aren't don't really care or haven't really listened to it. Um, they released a single called the American dream is killing me. And this gave me a little bit of those American idiot Ooh. style vibes. Not that it necessarily sounds the same as American idiot, but like it's got a bit of the momentum, the lyrics, especially and the way that it's written kind of seems like it might be heading in that direction that green day kind of, again, are going a little bit off course and they've admitted that there's pop in this album and that this is kind of that, you know, the pop side of pop punk where it's songs that are going to be played on the radio and it's not going to be as big as American Idiot. Nothing will be for them. No. Um, but the new album is due in January. We've got another song on the way, so I'm intrigued. But so far, I'm excited. American Idiot or American Idiot vibes from Green Day for the American Dream. It's killing me. If there is any time for someone to make a political statement in pop music, it's now. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it hasn't happened. Yeah. Over the past years that we've had, it just hasn't happened. And I, I'm like, I, I, I honestly, it's one of the more shocking things of from 2016 to now that we just haven't had it. And so it's if they point. have to do it again... That will be very interesting to see if that happens. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's a great point. And I think we're going to get that. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, uh, they're gearing up for, I'm assuming, the next album. They've put out two singles. And this next one, 23, is everything. 23 is so freaking <laughs> good. Gracie sounds so good on this. Mm. Like, no offense to um, her brother, but <laughs> <laughs> just saying. 
sometimes you just gotta know who's the star and who's not yeah and yeah. um and i yeah. know he's talented and he plays a bunch of instruments and all that like i love their acoustic sessions and the shit they do for youtube or whatever like i love it but i gotta tell you gracie sounds incredible in here when she is front and center on the tracks it's amazing so shouts to lawrence 23 is a freaking jam and i can't wait for them to tour again so i can go see them yes to all of that <laughs> everything you said yes yeah. <laughs> uh let's see next one for me is from glades now might sound familiar because i fell absolutely in love with this band back in 2020 uh right when we kicked this podcast back up uh and run it again and they're finally back uh haven't heard much from them since 2021 and they released uh, a song a little while ago but their second single is now out for this year it called paradise it's upbeat it's pop forward and i'm cannot wait for more new glades music they're just getting started still a young group from australia i think um and so i'm very very excited for more new glades with paradise beautiful uh story time here we go real quick uh okay. went to see so i went to two concerts in the past couple weeks uh went to see teddy swims Oh Dude, baby, let me tell you, freaking fire! Okay, shouts to Teddy. Next Swims. week, love next it. week. Dude, it, dude, you're gonna absolutely love it. It's so great. Um, so I'm gonna throw a Teddy Swim song on the playlist. Not gonna tell you which one yet, but I'm definitely throwing one on. Also, mm -hmm. throwing G Flip on the playlist. Went to see G Flip, who's now a close family friend. Um, <laughs> and in the VIP section, we were in with Chriselle and half the cast of Selling Sunset, I'm standing next to Tarek Almusa and Jojo Siwa. <laughs> Get out of here. Dude, Ella, <laughs> living here is so funny. Um, But yeah, that's who's in this section. So it's the cast of Selling Sunset because Chriselle's listener of the Brunch Breakdown, Chriselle. And Tarek is married to one of the girls in Selling Sunset. Jojo Siwa, who ended up on stage with G Flip at one point doing this song called Gay For Me, which was like a big surprise during the encore. And I just love G Flip. Worst Person Alive is one of my favorite songs of the year. It might end up be my being my favorite song of the year when we do the Brunchies, which coming soon. Because um, it's okay. about to, it, this is going to go up on November 1st. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm putting Worst Person Alive again on the playlist because I love that song so much. But uh, but yeah, concerts, they're back and it's so much fun to be back. That story is unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, hilarious. Yo, Jojo, Jojo Siwa. I, let's go. Brunch Court. I want Jojo, C, Jojo Siwa on Brunch Court for an episode. Like, let's like. Dude, let's go. I'm telling you. Let's Gotta get... <laughs> make that happen. Gotta make that happen. Gotta nope. make that happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the biggest release in the past two weeks for me and a lot of people, Blink-182, one more time, the album came out. We heard a lot of hype about this album leading up to it. Tom DeLonge saying, this is the best album they've ever written. I was like, easy, bud. And um, <laughs> I kind of think he's right. I kind of think he's right. This album is that good. Like from front to back, it's a full album. I was getting a little nervous leading up to the release date because it was like, don't do the thing we hate when everybody does. And you release like four or five songs before an album comes out. And then the album comes out. We're like, I've heard more than half of this. What the <laughs> hell? This is a deep album. It's like 17 tracks on it. Every single one of them is amazing. They're all different. They've, they kind of, they go, they 
dig back into their past a little bit, but they embrace the new sound of what people are listening to and enjoy. And I respect the hell out of them for that. And the the, the writing and the lyrics um, more powerful than they've ever written. Um, so really good. Well-deserved number one on the billboard chart. So pick a handful of songs uh, from one more time from Blink-182 for the playlist this week. Beautiful. I like that, man. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, I'm, oh, it's good. I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'm excited to listen. Well, that is what we're listening to. Make yeah. sure you follow uh, and make sure you follow and subscribe to the Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify. Just make sure you go to it. They update it every two weeks, every couple of, every week, but it's got two weeks of music on it. So make sure yeah. you check that out. Maybe we'll have yeah. some um, sad songs from Chris. Of three sad songs from his drive back. <laughs> from South Bend. Yeah. Right. Long drive. Long, so long drive. drive. Yeah. Long drive back with mm. some sad emo tunes that he might give <laughs> us this week. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? Well, again, we try to be educational here, and I think there's lessons to be learned with uh where to take people on dates. And, you know, if you're on a first date and he or she or they takes you to Cheesecake Factory. Maybe a little fake, a little heart attack. Get out of there a little early. Skip on the bill. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's the French breakdown. <laughs> We're out.